Hi, I'm Anara George, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is episode one of season three, Radio 8 Ball, The Appening. Let me explain why we are calling this season The Appening. It's, uh, you probably, if you've been following along with the show, you've heard me talk about this project, the Radio 8 Ball app that I've been working on really for like 10 years now and I've been mentioning it on the show and promising it and now it's available in the iTunes app store and for this season rather than bringing in live musical guests to play the songs which are the oracle fodder for this season we are going to be engaging the pop oracle by asking our questions to the Radio 8 Ball app and the Radio 8 Ball app is full of every song recorded in the over 20 year history of the show on Radio 8 Ball with a lot of illustrious artists as well as a whole bunch of my songs that are in there and those are all the potential answers to the questions that our users ask to the Radio 8 Ball app and now what I'm going to do in this episode is give you all a little tour of the Radio 8 Ball app so if you're listening to this right now and you don't already have the Radio 8 Ball app on your phone I'm going to ask you to go to the App Store and download it and you all should know this by this time but I'm glad I have one more opportunity to drive this point home Radio 8 Ball is always one word not Radio 8 Ball we're Radio 8 Ball all one word so when you look for it on the App Store but actually when you look for Radio 8 Ball anywhere if you ever send me an email about Radio 8 Ball You want to make my day? Write it all in one word. You want to have me gnashing my teeth far away from you as I read your email? Make it, uh, put those spaces in there. And and then you can, can torture the part of my brain that obsesses over such things. Anyway, while I've been talking, I hope you've had the opportunity to download the app onto your phone. And once it's on your phone, you're going to have to go through a semi- rigorous process of setting up your account because part of the app is that you will have the opportunity to purchase songs through the app and we want to make sure that all your information is secure so you'll get it and it'll ask you to enter an email and it'll send you a code and then you'll enter the code and then it'll ask you to give it your password and it'll send an email and then you enter that password and then you're golden. I know it's a 
It's a high bar to entry, but once you've gone through those two or three steps, you'll never have to go through it again, and then you'll have the app on your phone. And now I have the app in front of me, and I'm going to you know, pretend that I'm a new user checking out this phone. So let's see what happens. I mean, checking out the app. So uh, when you first open the app, there's a nice little animation, and it plays, and then you'll see our uh, sort of a, an eight ball with uh, rabbit ears, like uh, not actual rabbit ears, but what we used to call rabbit ears in the days when we had antennae on our uh, media devices. And you'll see this eight ball and there's a play button. And if you were to start playing it, it would play the most recent podcast from Radio 8 Ball. And then it will shuffle through all of the content in our database. That's like almost 2000 songs, which includes you know songs that are performed on the show, songs that I have written and recorded in the time in which we were I was creating the show. Uh, it also cre- includes the Radio 8 Ball theme songs, which don't come up as the answers to the questions, but just uh, are in there because I, that we have, uh, like, I think now, like 40 different versions of the Radio 8 Ball theme song in there. And they're all great. Some of them are just transcendent. At any rate, if you want to just shuffle through all of the music and all the content that's in our database, you just press play there and you can just listen to it like the radio station. But if you go down to the bottom of that screen, you'll see a little uh, bar that says, Ask the Pop Oracle. Well, if you click on that, you'll hear this space noises in in the background and you see the screen that says, What is your question for the Pop Oracle? And you can press speak and then speak your question to the pop oracle or type it out and then once your question's in there and you'll see it show up there then you shake it and it will play randomly one of the songs from our database and this is uh, actually a point where i want to make make something very clear every uh, app developer everyone who i've worked with on this app assumes that The goal here is to create an app that will grab certain keywords from your question and match them up with certain keywords from the songs. And whenever anyone suggests this, I throw down my hat and stalk out of the room, offended. Uh, No, I don't. But then I explain to them that uh, that that would be the opposite of what we do here. We're not, we do not have any algorithm doing that. It is purely random. You ask a question, it picks randomly randomly picks one of the songs from the database, not the Radio 8 Ball theme songs, just the songs performed by artists, their own material, and some covers. It really is just as simple as that. And also, we don't collect your questions. Uh, at some point in the future, I don't know, it might be interesting to do that, but that this is not some sort of data mining scheme. I don't, for, Honestly, I don't have the money to build the infrastructure to collect your data or to do anything with it. So, yeah, it is... It is How can I say this? It is not a dumb app, but it is dumb. And that is sort of the genius of this whole format of synchronicity. There's something dumb about asking a question and picking a card or picking a song at random or opening a book at random. I mean, dumb in the sense that it bypasses the intellect and gets to what I and people who enjoy the show believe is a a deeper and or let me say a deeper truth, a different truth. And so, yes. It is a very dumb yet incredibly insightful 
app that does not collect your data. And again, also actually I would say, don't believe me, don't believe any app developer that says that they are not collecting your data. But if you follow the show and you know how committed I am to synchronicity, at least you can believe that there's no rigging of the answers and the questions because it would just, that would be so boring to me and a lot of work to get to a lesser result than just doing it the way we do it, which is picking songs at random. So I hadn't really thought about this. I guess now is the time when I should just ask a question. Oh, actually, you know what? Before I do ask my question, I want you to do something at home. So I want you to try this out. I want you to pause this and I want you to ask your own question to the Pop Oracle. And when you, uh, when you get the answer, just log it away. And then as we're going through, the, through my question and through the rest of this episode, you might have some synchronicities that happen to relate to just your question that'll be very particular to you. And that's always the way I encourage people to listen to the show, to really listen personally and selfishly, and of course, maybe be entertained by the trials and tribulations of my guests and myself. But really, this whole thing is a way to sort of put our activities in this black box that you can watch while we don't know what the context is that you're creating. Okay, so my question for the Pop Oracle has to do with, well, this last weekend, I had uh, two good friends who were in sort of like ritual healing spaces. I actually thought both of them were doing uh, sort of plant medicine psychedelic uh, adventures, but only one of them was. But both of them, uh, there was, I was sort of felt like I was having a mind connection. I was sort of invested in both of their, uh, their adventures. And so that, that informed my own rituals and just my own thinking that, that weekend, this last weekend. And during this last weekend, I just, I felt like I got unstuck in time. I, I missed on, uh, on Saturday, there was a, a funeral for a guy who I didn't know that well, but who had done me a really, really great solid at a time when I was at a very, very low point. And uh, it just happened that I was going to be in the town where uh, this all happened at the time when he was having a memorial and it was happening Saturday morning totally spaced it and I felt terrible I realized that afternoon how did I forget this how did I forget this then the next day Sunday I had a flight booked to, to Los Angeles and genius of planning I booked it right for the beginning of the Super Bowl didn't even know it it would have been perfect because I don't pay attention to football at all and so the idea anything I can do that involves crowd where crowds are usually are when the Super Bowl is going on is like my dream scenario I totally forgot it I didn't, even, I didn't even go to the airport. I saw my phone say, your pl- flight's boarding. I, now, this is not me. I do not miss flights. I don't think I've ever missed a funeral before. These are two, uh, two things I don't space out on. And then, uh, and then I, got to L- got to, I booked a new flight, came to L.A. yesterday, went to see my friend's show last night, which is actually tomorrow, uh, tonight. And so three days in a row, I'm, I've just felt really unstuck in time. And... It's, again, it's out of character for me. I can space out a lot. Like, I'll forget people's names. Uh, I'll, I'll have powerful, like, I, 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 there's things I forget. But showing up where I make a plan to show up is something that I kind of pride myself on. So the fact that I didn't has me looking for reasons. And one of the things I was wondering was, oh, 
I wonder, is it possible that when you feel psychically connected with people who are sort of untethering themselves from the the bonds of uh, the bounds of a you know, agreed upon reality that you can maybe get swept up into their into their adventures or at least get sort of unstuck in time yourself and travel around like Billy Pilgrim but uh, point is my question for the pop oracle and now I'm going to speak this into the pop oracle so we can demonstrate this so my question for the pop oracle is When your friends are doing powerful ritual, does it have the capacity to impact your experience far away, even when you are not practicing the same ritual? Well, we're learning something about the app. That was way too many words. So let's do... Uh, what do we get? When your friends are doing powerful ritual, does it have the capacity? I'm just going to type it in here. See if that works. The capacity. No. Wow. Okay. So we're learning something here about the app. You got to do, you got to keep it, you got to keep it brief. Uh, let's try this again. Did I get drawn into my friend's rituals? Question mark. Okay, now I'm going to shake the Radio 8 Ball up. You could just press enter. Well, now it just recorded me saying, okay, now I'm going to shake that. Okay, this is good. Uh, you know what? I'm going to keep all this in here because this is golden. Let's try this again. Jeez. Oh, is it possible to get unstuck in time because your friends are tripping? question mark okay that's in there and now to engage the pop oracle I'm gonna shake this app
And that was Caroline Keys with the song Nothing Better, which was recorded on January 24th, 2019, just over a year ago at Black National Studios in Missoula, Montana, as the answer to Isaac Opatz's question. Um, a simpler question, and that's whether I should get a dog mm-hmm. um, in the next couple months or tomorrow, uh, <laughs> and whether... Whether if for somebody who wants to kind of settle down, if it makes sense to try to organize your life so that you're ready for a dog or to just get a dog and see if your life will settle down as a result. So should I get a dog? But in this case, that song ends up getting repurposed as the answer to my question. Is it possible to get unstuck in time because your friends are tripping? And... Well, I definitely had some ideas about that. So, first of all, this is, again, how you might engage the Pop Oracle. You notice how what I did there, I did a little bit of cross-referencing with the uh, with the, the song in its original state. So you could do that. You can go on the Radio 8 Ball website and look for this song, and it's in the actual podcast where it was recorded, and maybe you'd find some synchronicity there. I actually did find some synchronicity there. So... It's uh, it's what's interesting to me. First of all, the, the the first line, I got nothing better to do than to lay around thinking about you. You got somewhere better to be than to lay around thinking about me is kind of perfect. While your friends are off having adventures, they're off having their adventures. And I'm talking about staying in, in my own home, which is a, its own psychedelic adventure, but different. Uh, a little bit, maybe a little bit more uh, a domestic experience so that felt like a very sort of a bullseye hit of like oh yeah okay yeah there I think the answer in a real sense or in a an imagined sense the answer is yes but this is where it gets interesting it goes deeper for me um so nothing better was this I had a song called nothing better to do that was uh, that I had uh, that I did in a band called The Boon with my friend Josh Claytonfeld, who I've talked about a bunch on the show. He's no longer with us, and uh, in late and he died in in late January, and this was recorded in a late January, and it was the answer to a question from a guy named Isaac, who my my middle name is Isaac, and I was named after my great grandfather, Isaac Schmushkin, and. When I think about, quote, tripping or doing, uh, exploring sort of medicinal states, uh, sort of uh, ritualistic state uh, uh, areas, that one of the things I think we do is that we do maybe the veil gets a little thinner and we're more connected to either our ancestors or to those people who we shared powerful times with who are no longer with us. And that is definitely a quality of getting unstuck in time. So as I was listening to this, I was having that experience of being a little bit unstuck in time. Now, I, as you know, as listeners of the show know, I could probably talk for another 20 minutes or so about the interpretation. But the purpose of this is to guide you through the app. And so what I'm going to do now is share what you might want to do if you had got this answer to your question. So when you're on this screen, there is a share, a little share button over to the right of the 
album cover, and if you were to click on it, you could either take a photo of your answer and post it on Instagram or something, or you could share it with friends on Twitter or on Facebook or in an email or a text and say, so say I, this was a question that I feel like this is not necessarily like a public question that I would necessarily want to post on Facebook. Maybe like yesterday, th this is February 4th and it's a day after the Iowa caucuses. And yesterday I was playing with the app and I asked if Bernie Sanders was going to, was going to have a landslide win in Iowa. And I got Dan Burns song clouds, which made me, it was after all the stuff with the cloud service app that they were using broke down and the whole thing gets cloudy. I was like, oh, well, that's that's a public question. I might want to share that on Facebook or Twitter. In fact, I did. Um, but this is a more of a personal question. So maybe I would want to like make it into a message, an email or a text and send it to my friends who had this experience and invite them to listen to the song. And maybe they have something else to share with me. And so it starts a conversation. Um, so that's that's one way that you might want to use the app if you got this as your answer. Of course, you don't have to. You don't have to share it with anyone. And as I said before, we're not collecting your information because I can't afford to. I don't even necessarily want to, but I, I couldn't afford to even if I did. Um, so, uh, so then now you've done your reading. Okay, well, it's not over there. Now, if Caroline had signed into this and made her song available, you could also purchase the song. And uh, you, the songs are a little bit more expensive than you usually pay on, I guess, for songs are a, a buck ninety nine. But that's the only way that I could make sure that I was paying the artist 50 cents a song because uh, iTunes takes a hefty chunk of that. And so when you're purchasing a song, you're actually supporting the artists and that makes them feel good, makes me feel good. But it's, it's unnecessary. Really, the experience that I want you to have is to be able to hear the song. And of course, if you uh, if you like it and you want to keep that song in your library, then you'll have that option if the songwriters opted in. One last step here, if you click on, so you could click on ask again and ask another question. You could go back to the radio and just listen to all the songs, or you could click on more. And if you go to more, then you'll see what today's randomly chosen pop oracle song of the day is. That song actually appears on the front page of the Radio 8 Ball website every day. And you also might want to cross-reference your, so let's, actually I'll play that out. So my the pop oracle song of the day for today set february 4th 2020 is the uh, the opening track of a record that i put out in 1995 a record called unpop and a song called get normal one a two <laughs> normal I can't I can't get normal you see I'm a witness I was at the slaughter I saw the bodies floating in the water and I Or did you come to taunt? Well, get normal, get normal, get normal with everybody looking at you. Get normal, get normal. 
to tell ya I'd like to explain If I could only get my tongue so far inside your ear It scratched your brain But I can't, I just can't do it And as you can hear, that's a song, again, that's about feeling pulled out of a comfortable space by psychedelic things. And psychedelic could mean the death of someone close to you. Things that radically alter the way that you see and experience the world because of something that that literally changes your body chemistry. Um, so, and with that song, you could, since I've opted all my songs are purchasable, you could purchase that song. Uh, you could also share it. And uh, then there's links here where you can check out our website and our Vimeo channel and our Patreon page and all that. And then you will have experienced the Radio 8 Ball app and the Pop Oracle through it. So I hope that that has inspired you to want to do that. This is what we're going to be doing. I don't know how long. I don't know how long this uh, this version of the podcast that we are calling The Appening is going to continue. I don't know who the next guests are going to be beyond the next guest in this one. My goal with all of these is that I'm going to ask one question. I'm going to invite a friend, maybe someone whose songs are in the app, maybe someone I just randomly meet on the street and have a good conversation with. I'm going to invite those folks to play with the app and ask their own questions. And of course, if you, uh, if you have a good experience with your question of the app, if you save the, if you save the image that goes with it, share it with me on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. I'm not with, well, you can share it with me personally, but share it with Radio 8 Ball. We're at Radio 8 Ball on Twitter. We're at the Radio 8 Ball show on Instagram and yeah, it's just all Radio 8 Ball, one word. Uh, we'll put all those in, all that information in the show notes. So I hope that that was as fun for you as it was for me. And in the next segment of this episode, we're going to be joined by one of my oldest friends uh, and someone who's been on the show a couple times in the past. He's hosting us in his home studio here. He is renowned, world-renowned producer to the stars, R. Walt Vincent. So stick around, and he'll be joining us right after this message. Radio 8 Ball is an independent podcast production. If you are choosing our little synchronicity show to fill your precious ears, it means a lot to us. There are many thousands of podcasts out there, and unlike a lot of them, we don't have a huge advertising budget or a network to promote us, and that means it all comes down to people like you to help us spread the word about Radio 8 Ball. A few ways you can do this, well, if you experience a synchronicity with Radio 8 Ball, tell people about it. 
If you tell one person in your life about our explorations in music and synchronicity, that's about the biggest thing you can do for our endeavors. Now, if you're a fan of one of our guests or artists, you could make sure to let other fans know. Tell them how unique and intimate their appearance on our show was. Send them to www.radio8ball.com or our podcast feed wherever you find podcasts and they can listen to that whole episode usually featuring eight questions and eight songs another thing uh, and I really even don't even want to talk about it but it's those darned algorithms they are very important to the success of a podcast so leaving great reviews and ratings on iTunes helps us a lot Now, we don't have many ratings or reviews yet, and that's probably because I don't like asking for them. But it's part of the job. So, this is me asking you, please, 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 like us, like us and review us. We need you, please. Oh, God! We need you! We need you! Okay, well, now that we've gotten past that brief moment of weakness and raw vulnerability, we can wrap this whole thing up. Uh, The main thing is you just need to download our... Well, you don't need to, but I would appreciate it if you download our app, invite your friends to play it, share your musical divinations on social media, and purchase songs from our artists. And... If you'd like bonus content and sweet synchronistic perks, please follow and join our Patreon page, where I'm going to be sharing content that may be a little too personal or dangerous just to post in public. And if you like the show and you want to get deeper, that's where you're going to find it. Now, I believe these explorations are important, or I wouldn't have devoted two decades of my life to this format. If it's valuable to you, please invite your friends, loved ones, followers, fans, and random acquaintances to bring their valuable attention and intention to our endeavors. And now, back to the show. Rolling. And we're back for our second divination with the Radio 8 Ball app and as promised we are joined in the studio where we are joining him by our Walt Vincent. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, Walt. Well thank you so much for having me Andras. It's my pleasure. It's uh, Now I've known you, we met in probably like 1990? 89, 90? I think somewhere around there, possibly even before that. Yeah. So. You would. You moved into the house that I was living in with Josh Claytonfeld when I we had our band The Boon after we had moved out. And we loved that house. I loved that house so much that at one point I went by and saw that there were some, some other young musicians hanging out there. And I just came and knocked on the door, walked downstairs and stole their bass player. The Delongpre <laughs> House, we called it. Yes. Now, now it's a now it's a series of apartments. But you have gone on to a, a very to a. I wasn't kidding. You know, you are a world-renowned producer. You've produced uh, hit records for Pete Yorn, Liz Fair, the Vivian format. Cook. You didn't. I mean, the format was they became a hit when they became when they fun. split. As soon as they broke up, yeah, they got very famous. Right. Yes. So. Uh, and Vivian Cook, who's been a guest on Radio Eight Ball. Yes. And any other projects that you want to brag about? 
Uh, not at the moment, but um, you can always... You were Robert Downey Jr.'s music director when he was on the major downslide. I was. I was, uh, yeah. You have some stories. It's got a bird's eye view of that, yeah. So, um, uh, but anyway, um, yeah. And uh, in full disclosure, in the last segment when I was talking about friends who were doing some sort of powerful ritual. Yes. Tripping, as yes. I had to say to the app. Uh, one of those friends was you. It was, yes. Do you want to tell the listeners what you were doing this weekend? Well, I was uh, involved in... Uh, a healing retreat uh, with, uh, turned out to be um, myself and 13 other women. 13 uh, women? I, yes. I guess you found your own internal women. You could, uh, by, the, yes. by the time you left, you were... I got very in touch with my feminine energy and cool. um, my uh, beautiful girlfriend served cacao. The, uh, Tell us about cacao. Medicinal plant cacao. It is uh, a sacred plant. It is non-hallucinogenic, but it is a heart chakra opener and uh, is very useful for healing rituals of all sorts. So, and it's and it's good for it's very good for you as well. When you say cacao, now I'm I don't know all my beans, but is that the same thing as the same thing that cocaine comes from? No. No. That comes from good. the coca leaf. That's coca. Coca. Coca, cacao, cacao cocoa. is so the cacao bean is where chocolate comes from. Ah, yes, chocolate. Which is why we... Which is why 13 women decided to get together and exactly. celebrate it. But it's also why we give chocolates on Valentine's Day. Oh. Because it is a heart opener. It opens the heart chakra. Oh. And uh, so... Has nothing to do with Hershey's bottom line. Maybe a little bit to do with that. But uh, traditionally, where did they get it from? Culturally, where does it come from? It, uh, it is associated with the heart. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, so it was a very powerful healing ceremony in the desert in Joshua Tree. Yeah. And um, were you aware that you were that you were unstuck that you were contributing to my getting unstuck in time? I you know, I knew that you were following along. We were in contact throughout the weekend uh, uh, in some ways and uh, uh, I thought about it a lot, but it was so intense. I was pretty much wrapped up in the moment. I bet. Yeah. Very hard Heart. That's why I've told. Like yeah. the, the intelligence of the heart is how does how does it feel now? How does it feel now? How does it feel now? Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it uh, yeah. <laughs> it was mystical. It was magical. It was uh, intense. Do you want to? And, and I, without disclosing anything that's personal for anyone else or for yourself, if you don't want to, can is there one particular thing? Is there anything particular that you had as a takeaway from your adventure this weekend? I was surprised at how. Uh, much healing I was able to uh, channel for this group of women. So uh, yeah, being the only guy there, you're going to be asked to hold some big space. Exactly. Yeah. So in that sense, it was. I guess uh, the only male-bodied person. There. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting. A couple of the ladies said they enjoyed having my presence because it. Um, well, for whatever reason, uh, they commented that. A group of ladies often doesn't get along uh, as well as these ladies did. If there's over not the someone holding, I don't know if there's not someone, but there was. Yeah, so uh, it's, I think it's it wasn't it wasn't all feminine energy. So uh, uh, I think it'd be the same thing if you had thirteen guys and one woman, if she was reasonably grounded, that uh, she would fun, end up finding finding herself in the role of holding all of the other side of that energy and. You know, and if they could hold that balance, then it would, you know, 
if it wasn't too much for them to handle and the guys were you know reasonably civilized that poor woman (laughs) no not necessarily (laughs) what about you do you feel like the poor guy no no i thought i'm sure it was an honor and a gift yeah there is it is it can be a really exciting thing to be the one the one other in a group of people when the when the vibe is right it can be also really difficult to being the one other if the vibe is not right i agree yeah but I do uh, urge everyone to look into the medicinal healing properties of cacao. Do you want to give any? Uh, was there an who was, was there an organization that was providing this healing space? No, um, no but um, uh, the uh, retreat leader was a woman named Kristen Hengi, and um, you could look her up. She uh, has a podcast called Let's Play, and. Uh, and uh, an organization called Create that uh, works with creative people of all varieties. So that reminds me. I gotta say that reminds me of something. I don't know if it was like the cleverest thing you ever said, but it was something that stuck with me. Years ago, we we had an adventure in uh, in Vienna, Austria, uh, traveling. And there was an, a brief opportunity where the record, a record we had worked on almost got picked up by a record label called Gig Records. And you were like, oh, those are two of my favorite things. Yeah. Gigs and records. Gigs and records. I feel the same way about Chris, play and create. Play and create. Those are my two, two of my favorite things. Yeah. Playing and creating. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's, let's do Let's play. This is, that's what we're doing here. So now I explained how to use the app. You are holding an iPhone with the app on it. I am. Now, see if you can figure out how to how to make this work and uh, ask your question to the Pop Oracle. I will try. So, um, so I was trying to think of a question, trying to think of what's uh, on my mind at the moment. And, uh, well, in my, in my free time, I, I enjoy sometimes watching the Netflix. And uh, I enjoy watching some of the documentary uh, selections on the Netflix. So um, uh, I recently watched a series entitled Pandemic. Oh, and uh, yeah, so um, I, uh, I thought that was very uh, entertaining and very informative and fucking frightening. So um, then uh, I uh, uh, also read the news probably far more than I should. And uh, and I hear about this novel virus. The coronavirus. And then I found myself in San Francisco last week uh, where I was working. And I was uh, in Chinatown and I noticed, well, it just seemed like everyone was wearing a surgical mask. Yeah. And um, and uh, it just kind of scared the shit out of me. I didn't want to get out of the car. And, uh, and everyone uh, says this is, you know, no worse than the flu, not a big deal. But I find myself uh, uh, riveted to the news reports and the number of reported cases. I also have friends living in Hong Kong who uh, obviously, for good reason, are worried themselves. And then I uh, hear the words from the pandemic documentary echoing in my mind. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And... uh, Yet, very rational people, uh, my lovely girlfriend included, tell me I'm overreacting. 
and uh, that I shouldn't be so worried about the novel coronavirus. Is it novel corona or novo corona? I N O V E L. I think it's okay. Yeah, you, you're I you're the one who's doing all the research. I don't know so. why it, what's uh, novel about it other than it's new. So uh, uh, it ends when the hero dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, okay. my question is okay. Wh- so is, now, uh, so now you you have to now. What are you t- tell the listeners okay. what you're doing? So I'm you, gauging the app. Okay, so you can, what are you going to uh, click on? I'm going to hit the button that says what? that says ask the pop oracle. Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, there you are in space. Now I can either speak or type the question. Yeah. Do you recommend? I guess I should speak it since this is an this audio, is an audio pod- format, podcast. Format. And, yeah. and keep it brief, you know, so think about how you're going to phrase this. Okay. Well, um, uh, I think I should, because everyone should be concerned. I think a certain amount of worry is... Well, now you're is, answering your question. Well, but uh, the question I guess that I would like to ask that the Oracle could help me with is, how should I manage my anxiety related to the novel coronavirus. Okay. Okay, so happens. here we go. I'm going to now put my thumb on the purple speak button and speak my question to the Pop Oracle. How should I manage my anxiety relating to the coronavirus? Question mark. I'd now hit the stop recording button, and I notice that it has dictated my speech perfectly. Beautiful. You spoke N- very, I loved it. You, you, you spoke to it in computer. I did. <laughs> I did. I did, and I recommend that manner of Siri speaking. Siri voice. Yes, yeah. when dealing with all non-humanoid uh, conversations. Now, uh, I've recorded the question and now i press send or i shake the phone just shake the phone so i'm going to shake the phone here goes i'm shaking the phone i'm shaking the Hmm. phone and the pop oracle is thinking it's thinking i can see i can see my question written above and the answer this was called a toast for uncle silvertip now uncle silvertip was my grandpa's oldest oldest brother not oldest, but older brother, who just died this summer. And uh, his name was also Chris Sand. And he um, he grew up in Montana, did a lot of cowboying in his younger days, and then went on to work for NASA. NASA. Well, anyway, he struggled with depression all his life. But he was a... He was a... Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, well, anyway... He just he struggled with depression, but he he recently got cancer, and then he's been struggling with cancer for the last couple of years, and um, it's been just interesting to watch him as he battles this depression. And so I, after he died, I wrote this poem, and it's just about the struggle to be alive. It's not exactly like a lightning bolt that somehow finds your address on the map and takes your life with one fast frightening jolt before you even hear the thunderclap is nothing like a dose of friendly fire a patriotic bullet through your brain an oxymoron Orwell might admire it's lost on you though cause you've just been slain and yes he was a military man 
and once upon a time a cowboy too, but how things can reform within that span from when we're born to when we're born anew. He could have done what other soldiers done and maybe been less troubled by his lot, taken down a favorite hunting gun and finished up with one decisive shot. But what dreams may come, as Hamlet used to spin? What dreams may come, we ask, for who's to know? Perhaps like snakes, we shuffle off a skin, except snakes don't seem to worry where they go. Thus, conscience does make humans of us all. Like Sisyphus, we struggle and we slip, yet, yet somehow resurrect each time we fall. So here's a toast to Uncle Silvertip. And that was a toast for Uncle Silvertip by Chris Sand, Sandman the Rap and Cowboy, recorded on November 29th, 2005 on KAOS in Olympia. And I, I might uh, grab a little segment from that to show what my question was. But let's get some callers here. The number here is 867-5267-360, 867-KAOS. Sandman's got a list of songs numbered 1 through 8. And they're just waiting to be the answers to your questions. But if you don't call, then I'm going to ask my question that I've been trying to ask <laughs> throughout, the, throughout the course of the show. Have you been listening to the show? I have been, yes. And I... I, I I was gonna say you should ask that question again. Yeah, how do I how do I deagrify? Yeah, yeah, I want to know. So, um, song number five. Play song number five for me, Sandman. Yes, I will. Tell this me one's... how to get out of this <laughs> agrified funk. This one's called a toast to, for Uncle. Phil. How do I deagrify? Which is kind of perfect in terms of that we're both talking to both of us we're asking questions about main about managing our internal stress mm -hmm. in relation to outward things mm -hmm. so uh so with all of that and with that in mind what did you think about that as the answer to your question well i thought it was quite relevant synchronistically enough yeah uh, what did you get out of it uh uh what it really told me or said to me was uh it's really ridiculous to spend a lot of time worrying about things over which you have no control. Mm -hmm. So uh, you could be um, taken out by a lightning bolt. And uh, I don't really worry about lightning. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, I mean, if there were, yeah, 20,000 people being struck by lightning, I might worry about it a little bit more. But right now, yeah. It's uh, completely beyond my control, and I think that's what uh, this poem was telling me. Uh, life happens, and uh, so for you, managing your relationship to stress about the this virus, yeah, it's more about it's sort of about expanding sort of the big picture of like, yeah, what are the even if, you know. How many people would have to die from this to get to the point where that's as many as are going to die from car in car accidents? This exactly. Yeah. So then it's sort of like change, like sort of the the focus on it makes it bigger than it is. Even though, as you as you were sort yeah. of trying to say at the beginning, there's you know you you should be aware of car accidents too. You yeah. Try and avoid them. But um, I should probably stay away from Netflix documentaries <laughs> about infectious disease. Well, and, I don't know. Uh, Anyway, and I just recently read Stephen King's The Stand. 
Oh yeah, and I just think that's the perfect storm. Of, oh yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> well, you want to then now you need to throw in Steven Soderbergh's Contagion. Oh yeah, that's a that's yeah. a that's and the the hot zone. Yeah, you know you really could go on a you know you could really cinematically go down the rabbit hole on exactly. that one. Exactly. So uh, outbreak. You know. Yeah. 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 It's so it's uh, I think that's it. I'm I'm uh, priming myself with a lot of uh, you know relevant educational material. But a lot of frightening media, and uh, media and fear grabs attention, and and uh, attention uh, sells ads, and uh, so I need to not be a party to that, and uh, I need to focus on things that are under my control, as opposed to novel pathogens that are really not under my control. And uh, I mean, I'm going to stay out of markets selling live animals. Yeah. For a while. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh well, I, I, so I'm thinking about Sandman's story about his about his uncle who struggled with depression his whole life. And and then something happened to him. Yeah. Further down the line that was, you know, the kind of thing that you know that maybe was the kind of thing that he would was worrying about all those times. And I also think about when you're talking about depression, you're talking about something it's not like you can just like Cheer up. Yeah. You know, just stop living in the 21st century and stop worrying. Like, if you're not going to worry about contagions, then worry about the rise of uh, fa fascistic leaders globally and movements like that. There's so many there's so many things that we can worry about. And to just sort of say, well, don't don't think about him. Yeah. Is well, I, I, I don't think it's helpful. It's like telling yeah. a, a depressed person. Don't be depressed, but you can tell a depressed person, here are some things you can do. Like these are some practices you can do that can help you get out of it when you get out of it. Here are some practices that you might think are good for you that if you do them, they only take you out of it for a little bit and then you have a drop. Like I, I remember listening to Dick Cavett talk about having depression and he said that he would try and drink his way out of it, but it never, it never worked because it just create it added to the cycle because you're dealing with a physical thing. Yeah. So when, so I think, and I think it almost makes me wish that I had a little bit more understanding of the, um, the mythology of silver like when I think so the first thing I thought was silver tip, I was thinking like a, mm. a silver tip bullet, like the, that, mm -hmm. you know, that kills the werewolf. Yeah. And also sort of makes me feel, and then it, that makes me think of like a werewolf, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And when I'm stressed out about stuff, when I'm in a state of anxiety, I'm more like the Mr. Hyde in it. And I need to find that silver bullet to yeah. release myself from that state of stress vaccinate your anxiety right vaccinate your anxiety yeah, yeah. oh silver tip like a like yes. a needle i didn't yes. even think about that oh yeah yeah oh yeah and there's a there was a line about needles uh needles and spoons in my question mm. okay so we're getting to a fine point yes very fine yes. point so. so okay well do you just i'm i'm curious now i've been now think about creating an app Starting an app ten years. I started this project ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago was a way. It was really ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. People were still buying music. Yeah, you know. And now I, I'm coming out with it, and I have people, friends who are t people in the business who are saying, "You have people. You are you're letting people buy and download songs. Nobody buys and downloads songs anymore." Yeah. But you can't get these songs anyplace else. I'm mm -hmm. just curious. That song isn't currently available to purchase. But if it 
Well, oh, I'm buying it. You would purchase that song. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you, but you because then what you could do is you could share the screenshot uh, with your girlfriend. Yeah, and then share the song, and then you could have you could continue to have this conversation. And nevertheless, it's a it's an amazing poem. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandman's great. Yeah, he's got like I think like fifty like fifty five or sixty songs. He's been on the show so many times. Yeah, um, fans of the show will will know that. Um, so yeah, so you would. So yeah, if 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 you were just on your own, would you choose to share that? Well, how would you choose to engage with this? Would you just uh, and be totally honest? Would you just stop at that and be like, "Oh, cool," or would you feel Im- compelled to share it in a public way or share it in a private way? Or yeah, I think I would share it uh, probably more in a in a personal way. You know, mm-hmm. I would uh, I would certainly like to hear the poem again. Mm-hmm. There was a lot in there, and that one one iteration of it really only scratched the surface of my understanding. Um, and uh, I think there's a lot more depth there that I would like to uh, own the a recording of it so that I could play it again. Also, um, uh, yeah, then I would speak with the people that uh, that I've been speaking about my anxieties of global pandemic too. And uh, perhaps if uh, I met someone else that was uh, suffering from global pandemic anxiety, I might say, hey, listen to this. You could sit down and share a little hit of colloidal silver. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Help your immune systems. Yeah. Uh, so, but it, it gives a, it also, you know, gives you a chance to, to examine your own thought processes. And that's what I enjoy about this process is, is it, it makes you look at the way that you're thinking in terms of, in terms of relating the material that the Oracle gives you, it makes you examine your own thought processes. And uh, so, um, so yeah, I never really looked at it in terms of that way specifically that there's a lot of stuff to worry about. Why this, you know? Yeah. But it's uh, part of it is I think I've been recently primed by a lot of uh, cacao. uh, Cacao. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's easy to, to worry about, uh, things that you have no control over. And, uh, that takes time worrying about the things that you do have control over that you probably should be spending more time thinking about. Also just curious, not that you would, but is there any reason that November 2005 sort of sticks out for you? Do you have any particular potent memories of what was going on for you back in? November of 2005. I think if I remember correctly, I was just out of, I was walking again after having broken my hip. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And I got, and I healed up, I got off the couch, and I went on tour with Pete Yorn, opening for R.E.M. Oh. And I was... uh, Uncle Silverhip. I was out of my, yeah. (laughs) So, and, uh, yeah, so I was... uh, uh, having a good time it yeah. was a time it was a time of uh uh ridiculous excess i guess uh yeah and uh uh but that was it yeah 
So, uh, well, I'm glad we got an, we got another cool sort of rock star story to yeah. get in there. Yep. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, just, I was opening for REM with yeah, no. no big deal. <laughs> yeah. I had a broken hip, but yeah. I did it fine. I, yeah. Um, well, great. Okay. So, well, I feel like that was a, uh, this, this is totally, this is a new thing for me. Yes. Doing, doing this without a musical guest. I mean, I would say it's a totally new thing because back in the early days on Chaos, we'd pl- do this by picking so- uh, CDs at random and playing them on shuffle function. But this whole thing about being able to cross-reference back to another date and another song adds this whole complexity that I hope is pleasing to you. Now, if you as a listener were at home and you took my advice, you did what I said, and you asked your own question to the Pop Oracle... Now you could you could add that into the mix of cross-referencing how that might relate how might that might color your interpretation of this. I also wanted to point out that uh, the song of the day "Get Normal" relates to both of our song both of our questions. We're both asking about how like mm-hmm. how do I what is normal what is the normal response to a a wild situation? Yes. In yeah. my case, it's friends off having marvelous cacao experiences in your case it's focusing yeah. on what could be the death of humanity yeah. i'm glad you really brought it you brought in a happy question well too. you know it's, i know uh, it's, well it that's that's what the pop oracle does is it uh it grabs what's right there at the surface right there on your mind what you know yeah. you're well, we've uh, talked about this in the past i think we're both the kind of people who I find it comforting when I meet someone else who is drawn to looking at the scary things that I can't help but look at. Mm. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm not alone. I'm not like, at least someone else is paying attention to this. Yeah. That helps me bring it down just a little bit for myself. When I feel like I'm the only one who gets it is when I really start to freak out. But well, I was going to ask, should I buy a lottery ticket? But then, uh, that, uh, no, no, I think, yeah, I think yeah. this, you were, you're, <laughs> You just made it clear. You were buying a lottery ticket every time we go out out into the street without a mask. Yeah, it's true. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. Now's when you might want to go back to the personal musical divination I invite you to do with the Radio 8 Ball app at the beginning of this podcast and see if it syncs up with the topics we discussed. And if you'd like to go deeper into some of the things we talked about on this episode, I highly encourage you to go to our Patreon page, become a subscriber, and then you can hear the bonus episodes, including one which we will be recording with Kristen Hange, who led the retreat that Walt talked about. And that's available to Patreon subscribers only. And I'll be filling up the Patreon feed with more bonus content as we put out these podcasts. In the meantime, don't forget to download the Radio 8 Ball app, leave us positive reviews on iTunes and in the App Store, and share your pop oracle divinations with us on social media. You can find out all about Radio 8 Ball at our website, www.radio8ball.com. Thank you for inviting us into your field of experience, and until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle.